Across the Netflix stream, I'm Ward. This is your resource for Netflix. We're on iTunes, Stitcher, Twitter, and Facebook. Cross the Netflix stream. Contact us. Let us know what you think, what you've seen, and what we should see. Go to our website to find all of our older episodes, written reviews, and Netflix news. Cross the Netflix stream.com. Also watched Dunkirk and Atomic Blonde. In Dunkirk, Allied soldiers from Belgium, the British Empire, and France are surrounded by the German army, evacuating during a fierce battle in World War II. Dunkirk is a dense movie. One of the few movies where I watched it, and as soon as it ended, I thought, gosh, I want to watch this again. I want to see what I missed. There's not a lot of dialogue. It's very sparse dialogue. But visual, I mean, it it's a movie based on visuals alone. The visuals are great. The scale is staggering. And you get chapter heads. And they'll say one week, one hour. So you don't quite know how all these timelines fit. And you soon realize towards the end that these timelines aren't necessarily all happening at the same time. It's a, but they all, they all come together wonderfully. You know, it's a neat bit of writing how, how all that comes together. Because everything does converge at Dunkirk. You kind of think it will, and it definitely does. But the neat thing about this node, the sparse dialogue, is that it really makes you pay attention to what's going on on screen. It really kind of makes you pick this apart. It really, it just heightens it because you're not listening for what they're saying. So you're watching it. It's very visual, very visceral mood. From the start, you've got these two kids. They're picking up a stretcher. They're trying to sneak in as medics because they're trying to escape. And, you know, you're immersed in their experience because you're rooting for them. You, you get why they want to escape. They don't want to die. And this is crafted to really put you in it. You f- you feel like you're right there. I know this came out in the IMAX. And man, yeah, I really hate that I did not see this in theater and did not see it in IMAX. Because that would have been experience. And the music is awesome as well. I mean, the music really puts you in the movie. But then again, this is a Christopher Nolan movie. And the music, man, the music's always good in his movie. Now, you've got these different scenes. I've talked about the different time, times, one week, one hour, what's going on. But you also have these different scenes are, and you see... The mole, which at first I'm like, what is the mole? And I actually looked it up because I was curious because I knew I didn't quite handle on what that was. And basically, you could call it a pier. It's a little bit different from a pier, but for the intents of this movie, it's a pier. And that's going to help you dive into this a lot easier because if you're thinking a mole isn't a spy, yeah, you're going to be off. So you've got these different timelines intersecting, kind of like these looping timelines where it's not, you know, we jump back and forth a little bit in time where, and it, it does that. So the epitome, or not the epitome, the the pinnacle of all these converging timelines happens all at the same time, even though they're not happening concurrently. So it does a little bit jump back and forth to really just ramp up what's going on. And it does a great job. I mean, when these stories converge, you kind of like, oh, so that's, that's how they all fit together. That's what's happening. It's neat. And this gives us just enough, it gives us enough to care about these different stories that are going on and happening. And it heightens the impact. You've got what's happening on the mole with people trying to escape, people trying to get away. You've got an... Air Force pilot, played by Tom Hardy, who's shooting down German planes. You've got uh, Mark Rylance, who is a, he's a citizen, but citizens have been drafted to take their boats to rescue people from Dunkirk. And so you've got all three of their stories happening. They're all, none are happening at the same time, but it works well. As, as far as written and how it all fits together, it's really neat. And it's just a really neat movie. Uh, there's a huge amount of carnage and devastation. And it's not this is gore. I mean, this isn't like, you know, I know Hacksaw Ridge was a war movie that God, you know, it, it was gory. It really, it was kind of gross sometimes. And in this movie, it never gets that nitty gritty to where you see blood and gore and guts, but it's just this constant destruction that wears you down. And I mean, this movie, you can't say it's about many movies, but you can't about this one. It is an experience. I absolutely love Dunkirk and I'm going to be watching it because it's just, 
there's so much to take in. There's so much going on. It's just such a big, massive movie that you just can't get everything in one in one viewing. It's one of those movies that I feel sure that having seen it and kind of put all the pieces together, well, I'm gonna pick up a little bit more the next time. Atomic Blonde, an under undercover MI6 agent is sent to Berlin during the Cold War to investigate the murder of a fellow agent and recover a missing list of double agents. This is another movie that I wanted to see in theaters, and I just I can't get to them all, and I wanted to get to this one. But it's a movie that I automatically love without knowing anything about it. It's an 80s setting. I love that. Cold War. Another thing I love, 80s music. I mean, it's just Cold War, 80s music, set in the 80s. You know, boom, I'm in. I'm ready for the ride. You don't even have to tell me anything about it. So right from the start, I'm loving this. It's got style, just lots of style. Shirley Theron does a great job as the atomic bomb. And it's a subtle humor, kind of an apathetic attitude. It's almost, I almost want to call it a punk movie just with kind of the the style of the movie being the 80s and just the attitude. A lot of the characters have this flippant attitude. And 20 minutes in, I'm thinking, this soundtrack is great as is. The fight choreography is really solid. Great use of the environment. Uh, man, there's an apartment fight that is just, wow. You know, it is, uh, it's crazy. Uh, it's this, I mean, you've got, Charlie, she's got just wired, just taking these guys down. And I was thinking, man, that is a pretty cool fight. And you know what? I was just getting started. There's an even better fight later. But the director for this is David Litch. And he actually was the uncredited director for some of the scenes of John Wick. And you could definitely see that through line because they're very similar in their style. Litch was a stuntman before John Wick. So this is his first credit directing job. And man, I was talking about that fight, the, the wire that I thought, man, this is pretty cool. The stairwell fight scene, that is just, wow. You wonder how long they're going to be holding that shot. It is a, it is a unbroken shot. It's Charlie's Theron, a couple of goons that are going down the stairwell. It is brutal. You know, the characters are getting tired. They can barely stand, but they, they keep fighting because it's a fight to the death. I mean, that is just... And you know, what I like about this, this is a movie that's high on style, high on music. You know, it's almost like a music video at times. Really just pumping it in there. And in the stairwell scene... They're going, no frills, no thrills. There's no music, which forces you to focus on the action. And, man, it's just it's pulling on a lot. A really neat scene. Really the standout scene. But even towards the end, this is pulling on a lot of threads. Because you set, you know, I mean, these are spies. They're kind of setting each other up. And I'm not going to spoil what happened. But you know, I thought it was pretty neat how they did it. Now, I'd say, I mean, like, I get, I get what was going on. I knew what was going on. But I just want to say it's a little confusing. Not that it's confused, but I just thought it could have been a little bit clearer as to what's going on. I just, it's one of those things where I'm like, okay, this is going on, I think, but there's something else to it. Because being spies, being there kind of double-crossing each other, I was wondering, well, this is what I think is going on, but are they going to pull the rug out from under me again, or second, or a third time? What's actually happening? I do want to mention the style and just the attitude, the flippant punk attitude this has. There's a lot of care to the editing this as well. I mean, a lot of times I don't notice editing in movies unless it's bad editing. But this, I noticed it because the way they frame the end of a shot, the way they frame the next shot going into it, they put some care to that. And I like when, you know, they take that time to really make it art. You know, they're really going all the way through. And the whole thing is, I didn't mention this, it's framed as an interview with MI6, CIA, and Shalise Theron. And they're kind of going over what happened before. And a lot of times when movies try to book in a story like that, it really kind of annoys me because it's just, just tell the movie, why do you need this framing device? But you know, in this movie, it didn't really bug me like it usually does. And part of it's just the attitude this movie has with it, what they what they do with that, they use that to great effect where, you know, you kind of wonder, okay, this is what she's telling them, but what's really happening? And I like that. So Atomic Blonde, a lot of fun. 
great movie. Another movie I want to watch again just because it's so much fun. I mean, just straight-up fun movie, and that doesn't happen all that often. Go to our website, crossthenetflixstream.com. This is your portal to find us on social media, our written reviews, news, previews, and videos. You can email me directly, ward at crossthenetflixstream.com. Go to iTunes or your preferred podcast player. Rate this, review it, I would appreciate it. I watch movies on Netflix, so you don't have to.